<sighs> Did I not say that this entire arc would get worse before it got better? Lots to discuss. <laughs> Alright guys, Brad here, back for Geek Brands, we cover all things Marvel, DC, Lord of the Rings, video games, anime, and more. This time, introduce you guys to Season 2, Episode 16, and boy, do we have a lot to break down. Let's just start with the absolutely touching father and son reunion between Toji and Megami. And for the longest time, we can see kind of why Toji would be considered absentee parent of the millennia as far as Jujutsu Kaisen and maybe even some other animes are concerned, including the one that this guy's from because Goku is up there for absentee parent period because he's probably been gone of a total of 10 years of his kid's life. So Piccolo really being dad of the year. But we have Toji seeing exactly why he was who he was. He attempted to sell his own son to a clan that he hated for financial gain. Nothing more, nothing less. Wasn't personal. He just wanted money. And he was willing to sell his own child in order to do that. As everything went on, as things got more complicated, as things got more in-depth with what we have involving this world of jujutsu sorcery, even with his second shot at life, he finally did something selfless for somebody that was not himself. Toji, in this moment in time, likely is strong enough that he could have either saved Gojo if he arrived earlier or taken out Sukuna. Toji at this moment is, in my opinion, the strongest sorcerer, even with zero cursed energy, than anyone in all of Shibuya. Sukuna right now is only operating on 15 fingers. Um, Chozo was operating on eight to nine finger level power based upon the estimate that Geto gave him. Toji could have handled a lot of business. He could have just demolished everyone and everything, destroyed all of Shibuya, then went on to conquer Japan, the whole kit and caboodle. There was no one left in this world that could stop him. And because Megami used the rabbit Shikigami, which was a Shikigami that his wife had used as a Something trait that he was perfectly familiar with and very much understood. He was able to put two and two together and understand that this sorcerer using the exact same trait that his wife had used is in fact his son. And his only question is, what's your name? And then he's like, Fushi girl? Huh. Better than Zenon. And then decides to end it all in one heroic I guess selfless. I don't know what you want this to be because like told you could have just with them like, all right, Megami, I'm taking you under my wing. We can take over all of Shibuya. We can do all this fun stuff. Um, the world's our oyster, but instead of doing anything selfish or money grabbing or trying to benefit his own position, because he just got a second shot at life. He only died because he messed up and got cocky with Gojo. It wasn't because Gojo was better. He got cocky and he knew it. If he hadn't gotten cocky, Gojo would have been killed at a later date when nothing would have been, and no one would have been none the wiser. But instead, we have this moment in time now where he decides to do the selfless thing and kill himself so that his tirade ends, all the while just confusing Megami to the absolute point of insanity where he's just like, what the heck just happened? And in the matter of what the heck just happened, we also have 
everything that is going on with Ghetto and his little clan of subordinates. Because everyone always thinks, oh yeah, Ghetto, he's operating solo. He's got these special curses. That's it. This dude had an entire army at a couple moments in time, and he's had several devout followers who are semi-strong people in the world of Jutsu Sorcery. None of them on par with anyone that we need to be worried about at this moment in time. But at the same time, still dangerous in their own right. So for them to be now acting within Shibuya to try and make sure that Ghetto's will is ultimately carried on because now we have a shell of a person operating Ghetto's body. Yeah, things are extra levels of complicated in a way that they just flat out shouldn't be. And again, as my name suggests, the King of Curses absolutely handled his business and he killed a, the fire spirit, the spirit of volcanoes with fire. That is the ultimate middle finger you could probably give someone is that, hey, I'm not really all that proficient in this, but I'm going to try and dabble at it. And then they happen to be not only a little bit better than you, but they killed you in one shot. And then he kind of acknowledges that, hey, you were sort of strong. But then he, the spirit starts crying and he's like, what is this? And then Sukuna's like, I don't know. I don't understand weakness. And then finished off killing him. And now he's being reunited with one of his subordinates who has been pushing behind the scenes for God knows how long. And things are going to get even more complicated in this arc. Because if you think the death is over and we've already lost enough pivotal characters, no. The Shibuya arc is so much worse. And I love it. That being said, I love the fact if you hit that lovely red subscribe button, you just let me talk for five minutes about Jujutsu Kaisen. Be sure to hit that lovely red subscribe button. We cover all things Marvel, DC, Lord of the Rings, anime, video games. This time we cover Jujutsu Kaisen. Later on, we have Loki with his finale, and we have the episode of Invincible. So we've got tons of great stuff coming up for you, the viewer. Stay tuned. <laughs>